hello. Welcome to Be Your Best Self-Health Chats, weekly casual conversations about taking health into your own hands. I am your host, Kristen Longacre. Hey guys, it's Kristen. We are going to jump into the episode in just a second, but before we do, I need to tell you about the Busy Mom's Guide to Meal Planning. It's going to teach you a 15-minute process that will take the stress out of mealtime. So you no longer have to hear, what's for dinner tonight? Stress about what you're going to throw in the oven when you get home for work, or deal with figuring out mealtime when you have been at an evening of activities at school. The answer to your family's dinnertime questions is the Busy Mom's Guide to Meal Planning. In this guide, it is going to take you step-by-step through defining healthy for your family, finding new recipes in places you might not expect, planning meals around your schedule, not planning your schedule around meals, and having a plan at the grocery store so you don't end up with more than you need and spending money on junk you don't want in your house. Click the link in the show notes to grab your guide for $9.95. The guide will be emailed to you to print out, fill out, and send you on your way. Soon you're going to be rocking mealtime and you're going to forget that that stress ever existed. This week, things are going to get a little personal. Okay, not really, but we are going to have some fun and I'm going to share a little bit about my story of movement. Yes, I'm a nutrition coach. I'm a health coach, but overall movement is not really my place to jump in and tell you exactly what to do. That's because I'm not a strength training coach. I'm not a running coach. However, I can help guide you in the right direction for you and all of the things that you are doing and how they can help you towards your goals. I'm not going to write you a program, but I will help you find someone who will. We're going to talk about everything. We're going to talk about lifting, running, yoga, Pilates, all of the things and how they can impact your long-term goals. But before we do, just a quick reminder, this week we are continuing the 10 reasons your diet isn't working and we are going to focus on the movement piece. So before we get too far in, let's recap where we came from and where we're going. Number one, you're dehydrated. Number two, you're focusing on quantity over quality. Number three, are you really sticking to your diet like you say you are? Number four, fast food is still junk food. Number five, you're not eating enough protein. Number six, you're averaging less than six hours of quality sleep a night. Number seven, you're eating too much sugar. Number eight, you're not moving your body. And number nine, which we are combining with number eight, you're focusing only on cardio. And number 10, it's not custom to you. Like I said, instead of breaking this into a two-part episode, we're going to combine weeks eight and nine You're moving your body and you're doing too much cardio. Why are we combining these? Well, they kind of go hand in hand and it didn't really make sense to record an entire podcast about movement and then next week come back and record an entire podcast about cardio. They go together. So we're going to talk about it all. Let's jump in. When it comes to your body and movement, it doesn't have to be something complicated. And this is a huge myth out there. A lot of people think you need to have a workout program. You need to have a running program. You need to have this. You need to have that. But here's the thing. That is all dependent on your goals. And chances are, if you are just starting out in your health journey, you just need to get going. You don't need something that is that specific. 
a lot of people will say, I want to lose weight, but I don't like running. Well, you don't have to. There's other ways around it. Running is a great form of movement, but so is weightlifting. So is going to the gym and using an elliptical. So is doing a yoga class. So is doing another one of the Orange Theory classes or something like that. Everything has its place and its place depends on your goal. So before deciding on what kind of movement you should add to your day, it's important to look at where you're at and what your long-term goals are. For example, if you are starting out having not moved your body, period, like you don't go for walks, you don't do any form of exercise or whatnot, you don't want to jump in and start trying to deadlift 400 pounds. You're not going to start running every single day to run a marathon, you know? You've got to start somewhere. So at that point, you would probably say, maybe I'll start going for a walk every day, or maybe I'll go to the gym and find someone to teach me what to do with weights. Now, if you're someone who is very consistent already with movement, but you're looking to make body changes, you're looking to get more toned, maybe slim down a little bit, well, your movement requirement is gonna be a little bit different. You're gonna wanna be focusing more on weights, maybe adding in more cardio, and you're gonna be following a very specific plan. If you already have your favorites, but you're getting really bored with them, maybe you love running and we're going to talk about this in a minute. You're getting bored. You want to see a different kind of change. Maybe it's time to change something up. Talking about movement for me is hard to talk about without sharing my own story through movement, through weightlifting, through running, through all of that. So I'm actually going to share my journey with movement over the last 10 years in hopes that I can inspire you in a way to try something new, to add on something new, or simply get out and go for a walk. So for starters, I was very active in high school. I was a gymnast until my sophomore year of high school, and I also joined the cross country team. So I was a runner my junior and senior years. I was on the throwing squad for the track team. So I threw shot put, discus, weight, and hammer. In college, I threw, I was a thrower my freshman year. I didn't continue because I had ongoing ankle issues. I graduated college in 2007. So those ankle issues are clearly resolved by now. But for the most part, after college, I didn't do a lot of movement. I would start a workout program here, start a workout program there, but I never really found something that I loved or stuck with more than like three days. Let's be honest, that seems pretty typical. However, in December of 2013, we had a fitness contest at my work. In that contest, it was a body fat loss. So instead of measuring like who lost the most weight, it was who lost the most body fat to kind of make the grounds a little bit more equal. And my best friend and I went head to head, ultimately for four months. We had just joined the local Y, so I had an idea of what to do, but I really didn't know what to do. I was doing elliptical and then pretending that I could use the weight machines. And early February of 2014, I did something crazy and I hopped on the treadmill and I ran a mile for the first time since high school. I had given up on running altogether. My angles were bad as was what I told myself. Running wasn't my thing. I didn't love it. And that night I texted my friend and I was like, I ran a mile. So she ran 1.25. So you know what I did the next time? I ran 1.5. And slowly but surely the two of us challenged each other to where while she did beat me in the contest, I came in second, and between the two of us, we went on to lose 90 pounds. 
I began to fall in love with running again. I became obsessed with watching the sport. I became obsessed with learning about the sport. I still freaking love the sport. I love watching track and field. I love watching running, following along with everything. We ran a half marathon together later on that year. I followed up in 2015 with a second half marathon. And then after B was born in 2016, I got back into running and I started doing some races again. However, the group that I was running races with and whatnot had gone kind of all of our separate ways, and I just couldn't get back to the consistency that I was in until the pandemic. When the pandemic hit, I jumped into running full force. With everybody home, there was no excuse. I had somebody to watch the kids. I had somewhere to go. I could get out of the house for a little bit. And that summer, I really fell back in love with running until I sprained my ankle. (laughs) After that, things kind of just went up and down. I never really got consistent again with running. I was kind of burnt out on it. As we kind of evolved back into routines and school, I just couldn't get into a routine with running. And I floated around. I tried some beach body workouts. I was following workouts from other trainers. I joined a bunch of programs. Nothing was really settling in, so I resorted to walking, which was totally fine. But walking really became my sanity in all of that. And I spent a lot of time just going for walks in the evenings. We have a dog who loves going for walks. She and I would get out pretty much every day, or I would take the kids out. And instead of running, it became walking. And that was okay, because in that season of life, That was the kind of movement that made the most sense for me. However, last winter, things kind of took a turn and I was just getting to the point where I was feeling blah. I knew I needed to do something else, but I didn't know what to do. And I had met a bunch of other coaches doing um, the health mindset certification course for coaches. HMCC is what it's called, but it's health mindset certification course. I think. Yes, that's it. And I met a bunch of other coaches, kept in touch with some of them. And one of them was getting ready to run an eight week program in the summer. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it. I need something to get me more motivated to lift weights and see why I don't like it. Because all these years I had resisted lifting weights and I could never figure out why. But they just bored me so much. I was always bored when I was lifting I tried the Beachbody lifting programs. I had tried some other lifting programs and I didn't have a full grasp as to why or as some of the lifting programs required you to think in a certain way and the Beachbody ones just weren't, they weren't doing it for me. And so last summer I joined Summer Flex with Jenna Altman, which is now called Harvest Collective, and I found a weights program that worked for me bonus points, I could do it on my back deck. And I had all the weights. I literally just never used them. So I started lifting on my back deck for the entire summer. And summer evolved into fall. And I was like, oh my God, what's going to happen when I have to work out of my basement? And you guys, I'm consistent. For the first time in my life, I found a weights routine that works for me. I found somebody who can program in a way that I love. But that's working in my current season of life. And one of the things a couple weeks ago I realized is I miss running. I miss my shoes hitting the pavement. I miss the excitement of a new pair of shoes and getting out there. I miss races. I never, I'm not like a hardcore racer, but 
just getting out among other runners. And so that's something that I definitely am looking to add back in in 2023 as the year continues is adding more 5Ks back in, getting back into racing, getting back into running a little bit more. Does it fit with my current season of life to be outside running right now? Not really. There's going to be a lot of treadmill times, but that's okay. And I think that's one of the most important things about movement and regardless of what you're going to do is finding something that works for you in your current season of life, because you're not always going to find something that works for you in every single season of life. There is a period of time where running just didn't work for me because I have kids and my timelines to get out and go for a run without a treadmill were limited and I didn't have access to a treadmill. There are seasons where I just, I would have to get up at four o'clock in the morning if I wanted to get any form of movement in that day. And that's how it was. It was a walk on my lunch break. Find something that fits with your goals and your current season of life because you never know. That little movement could lead you in a totally different direction. When I jumped into this fitness contest in December of 2013, I knew nothing about going to the gym. I literally stood there and was like, well, that bar looks good for pulling things down. And I got on the elliptical and I just moved. But that evolved into running. That evolved into a half marathon. That evolved into lifting weights, which is now evolving into finding the best version of myself at age 37, mixing weights and running together. I'm a nutrition coach now. None of that would have come had I not started going to the gym in December of 2013. You never know what could come of it. So movement doesn't have to be the same thing forever. You can always evolve. It can always change and it can always go with different seasons of life. No one ever said you have to do yoga every day for the rest of your life. Maybe you like it. Maybe you want to do yoga every day for the rest of your life. No one ever said you have to run to get fit. This week, try something new. Venture out to a new kind of class. If you have no form of movement right now, go for a walk with your dog or ask someone to coach you through a weights workout. Find something that sparks your interest this week. You never know what might come up out of all of it. As always, it's great to have you here. And if you have a chance to visit iTunes or Spotify to rate and review, I would greatly appreciate it. The more reviews you give, the more people that can find this podcast. Send it to a friend. Come check back in next week. <laughs>